Main chick versus side bitch. Chapter 28. Kiara. Locked in his office, we were supposed to be discussing business, but there was nothing more important than him being eight inches deep inside me. Fuck me, Mr. Puster. Fuck me. I was so good at acting, and he liked when I called his name. Rubbing his back always encouraged him, and with the G-spot procedure I just had, my pussy was tighter than a bear trap. Perfect for what I needed to do because fucking Mr. Puzzler's brains out was my key to this promotion. Call it wrong, but my bank account definitely loved the investment. You like that, don't you? Mr. Puzzler asked. I did what I always do. I lied. Yes, baby. Oh, Mr. Puzzler, you're so big. I breathed back. I've gotten used to this life, dealing with assholes in the past, pleasing men like him has become somewhat of an art form for me. I've seen every cheater, manipulator, abuser, and straight-up idiot the society has to offer. The most notorious of them was my ex-husband. We married and I got pregnant, but my child's father was the biggest cheater I've ever been with. And yet, I loved his dirty draws. Dwayne was my reason for waking up in the morning, and he was also the reason I cried myself to sleep. I craved the man. Even with all the bad shit that he did to me, I became addicted to the toxicity of our relationship, so much so that I would do anything to keep him. I used my money, influence, heart, soul, mouth, and of course my pussy to get this man to become the person I knew he could be. In the end, though, he died because he was fucking around with another woman. A married woman. A year's worth of counseling was the only thing that kept me sane after Dwayne was killed. Even now, every Thursday, I go and sit down with my therapist and make sure I don't slip back into my old ways. It's been three whole years since he's been gone. I blame my childhood for making me this way for the most part. My mom was always trying to please my dad while he was running around town creating family after family. What was it about my mother that wasn't enough for him? What was it about me that didn't make my father want to be a better man? I never did find out the answer, and I'm not sure if he could have ever given me one that mattered or made sense. Up until the day he died, I looked for love in every man I could find, hoping to fill that void of love I lost in my father. I loved Dwayne with that same type of love and conviction until he died. I was on a peaceful mission to spread love and God's word for a while until I took a strong look in the mirror and realized that nothing else matters in this world except pussy and money. Lucky for me, I've got them both. I'm coming, oh, Mr. Puzzler announced, as if I didn't already know. Oh, oh yes, baby, oh. I cooed as I rubbed his back while he pulled out of me. His salt and pepper hair and beard sparkled as he bent down to pull up his pants. Damn, that was good. It's like you get sweeter every day. He smiled and I did too but for another reason altogether. So what do you think about my proposal? Can I count on you? My thoughts were on my case and the allies I needed to make things at the firm. Giving up my pussy was a small price to pay. He laughed as he buckled his belt and readjusted his tie. You don't quit, do you? He smirked. I didn't answer. Instead, I made my way to the bathroom attached to this office where I reapplied my lipstick. I looked over my face to make sure every hair was in place. No buttons missing from my blouse. Sometimes Mr. Puzzler could get a little rough. Of course I don't quit, I finally replied. That's why I'm here, right? 
He laughed, but this was no joke. Why are you laughing? Coming out, the room smelled fresh after quick spurts of air freshener. It was like we had never fucked. I'm laughing because you want me to go before the board and let you have full reign over the McGuire case. McGuire was our biggest client, and a recent renegotiation was about to be underway that would require a partner, a legal team, and a bunch of man hours to get their situation settled. I wanted the assignment badly. It was going to make my career, but getting a bunch of men to trust the newest partner was going to take way more than a little persuading. I'm the most qualified, I quipped, and I don't have a dick between my legs, so you know the rest of the partners are going to fight me on this. Mr. Puzder laughed in return. Sitting down at his desk, I sat on the opposite side, eyeing him. His brown skin sparkled. His beard covered half of his face. He was sort of the pariah of the firm, the figurative, literal black sheep of the firm. But when he made a decision, the other sheep usually followed. I wasn't into fucking lame ducks either. If somebody was getting my cookies, they were a certified boss man, whether they were in the streets or running a corporation. Large and in charge is how I like them. Well, I think we would be a good fit, but... But what? Taking the McGuire position would have you out of the office for quite some time. I would need... access to you. I knew what that meant. He wanted to make sure he could get my pussy when he wanted. You know your fiancé. He started. My blood pressure shot up at the mere mention of my other half. Let's not discuss him. Why not? Mr. Puzzler pushed. He's still in the picture, isn't he? I wasn't naive. I never thought Mr. Puzzler would leave his wife for me, and I never wanted him to. Plus, I had a life and ambitions to be married and give my child a father. Yeah, he's in the picture, and so is your beautiful wife. I reminded him. I eyed her picture that sat on his desk, squarely like a trophy, an undeniable beauty who was always paraded on his arm at Christmas parties. But where does that leave me? (sighs) As I looked into Mr. Puzzler's eyes, he was getting more and more attached to me as the years went on. Our first sex romp was just a one-minute thing. Then a year later, I had to revisit the agreement, and now it was turning into once or even twice a week. I had thoughts of love ever after, and no cheating in relationships, but all of that died when I buried Dwayne. Love has its place, of course, but today those thoughts are over. I know now I want love on my own terms. I want to build success on my own, and if that means I have to suck a dick or get fucked on my boss's desk, my ass pressed against the cold, slick mahogany, then so be it. It leaves you where you always have been. I will take care of you as long as you take care of me. I stared him down. He was a handsome man, but I saw him as nothing more than a pawn in my end game. I needed him to get to the other side of the board. Fine. I'll back you for the position, he said. I wanted to jump up and scream with joy, but the room was suddenly filled by the voice of Puzzler's secretary. Pardon me, Mr. Puzzler, she said. But Miss Lawrence has an appointment, and her secretary asks that I buzz in to give her a reminder. A reminder? I pulled my phone from my suit pocket. I don't have anything on my calendar, I said. I knew what my day consisted of front to back, and there was no meetings today besides table rocking with Chris Puzzler. She says it's an impromptu appointment. That happened from time to time, and with Puzzler agreeing to back me, we were done with our meeting anyway. Fine, tell her I'm on my way, please. 
I said. The intercom went off and it was just the two of us again. Well, um, I'll see you at the meeting in a few days. Or maybe before then, he winked. Maybe. I smiled, but I had no intention on fucking Puzzler again that soon. I had other plans for him. Walking out of his office with my head high, I headed back across the same floor to my little slice of heaven. A corner office on the top floor with the rest of the executives. I worked my ass off to get here, but as I rounded the corner, my legs slowed. The creature in my office looked familiar. My secretary knew something was wrong. The look she gave me as I approached said it all. Fear to a sort of curiosity. Why is she in my office? I inquired. Um, Miss Lawrence, she said she needed to see you. Carmen, my assistant, said. Some business matter that you apparently knew about? I had no business with this rat bitch. Who, who is she? Carmen was puzzled, but there was no need for such curiosity about this bitch. Just my deceased husband's mistress. Call security in five minutes if we're not done. I walked into my office, slamming the door. She jumped like a cat with its paw and something it wasn't supposed to. And for the first time in years, I saw the bitch who haunted my nightmares. Well, well, to what do I owe the visit, Arian? She looked the same as I remember, broke and cheap. I know I'm probably the last person you want to see, she said. Oh, why would you think that? I love talking to the women that fucked my husband. I hadn't been face-to-face with her since that day in the cemetery. That day I had shown restraint and humility, probably from the high of being a new mother, but right now I felt nothing but hate and rage. Everything in me wanted to kill this bitch, and there weren't many reasons why I shouldn't. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Soleil. Make sure you share, subscribe, and comment, and let me know what you think about the podcast. Thanks for listening.